Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. Have you ever thought that it's probably just better that I don't do the work I feel most called to do in the world? (laughs) That maybe it's just safer to just go with the status quo. I've thought that before. I've never fully embraced that way of thinking, but I have thought those thoughts before, and it's usually in relation to just dealing with an onslaught of negative, unsolicited, overly exaggerated criticism of something that I have done or said. Sometimes it's completely blown out of proportion, I'm completely misunderstood, and and I feel like, man, they just don't get it. And if I could just explain to them my motives and my reasoning and, and all of the things that I had going through my head, why I did what I did, why I said what I did, why, why I'm doing what I'm doing, if they could just understand everything that's going on from my perspective, I could convince them to like me and stop saying negative, hurtful things to me or about me. <laughs> Have you ever dealt with this? Or, hold on, it gets even worse when there's a hint of truth. Or maybe the doses, the the actual percentage of truth in the negative criticism is actually a little bit higher. Maybe they're spot on with what they're saying. But sometimes there are just a handful of people in this world that they'll hand you the they'll hand you the truth the the medicine if you will that maybe you do or don't need to actually swallow but they they refuse to put any sort of natural sweetener in it i'm not going to talk about giving you medicine with a spoonful of sugar because that stuff's toxic and we all know that uh, I'm not going to go down a whole anti-sugar campaign, but you know, a little bit of monk fruit or stevia, maybe even a little dose, a little dash of erythritol in with that truth might have been a little bit more, made it a little bit more receptive on my side with such a, without such a, uh, a, a knee-jerk reaction of emotions inside of me. I have been working with people for, gosh, well, ever since 2006, I've been teaching people how to create content, put their message out in the world. If you listen to the opening of my show, I talk about it. Now is the time to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. And I really do mean taking your message to the next level. Putting your voice out into the world is something that I'm all about. But there is a real challenge out there. It's this fear of being criticized. It's this fear of being judged by others. It's the fear of the haters. And I got to tell you, I'm not immune to this. I haven't been immune to it. I'd like to say that I've grown some thicker skin, which was necessary for me. I'd like to say that I've processed a lot of things, but there, I'm going to admit to you, I'm going to confess to you right now, 
I still am dealing with certain insecurities that are in my own life, my desire to be liked and loved by everyone, and and the fact that I still know that I have personality flaws, some things that are a part of my life that I don't know that I actually still like having as a part of my life, and I can't work on everything all at once and just pop out one day and be perfect. I don't know that I'd ever be perfect, and I don't know that I ever want to be perfect. But the fact that I have personality flaws makes it easy for someone like me who creates as much content as I create to put some of those flaws on example for the world to see or hear. And as I titled this piece of content, I, by the way, I'm originally streaming this live on Monday, January 27th, 2020 is when this is being recorded. And I'm doing this with a live audience, and I've titled this thing, and I love it. Edward Hill says, you have haters? Can't believe that. And the answer is yes, I do have haters. I want to tell you there is one man who has been a part of my community all the way back. I, I, I did some research, and I found that our first exchanges and interactions that have been recorded and documented uh, as far as under one email address, one particular email address, goes all the way back to, I think, March 2009. And he used to be one of the strongest encouragers, one of the strongest supporters of the content that I was creating. I used to get message like, Cliff, you, are, you and your message and your business is a ministry in this world, and it's much needed. Thank you for all that you do. Man, I am so encouraged and inspired by what you do and what you share. Keep it up. Your brother in Christ, Tyrion Tuesday. All right, now here's what I will tell you. His name is not Tyrion Tuesday. I've just decided that I'm going to try to train myself to never speak his name publicly because I don't want to ever say anything negative about this person in public. That's not my desire. But I deal with this man, Tyrion Tuesday, enough to know that he becomes a topic of conversation. And so I'm programming myself that I won't say his actual real name, but in this episode, or at least right here as I tell you the story, I'm going to tell you about Tyrion Tuesday. So just know that that's not his real name. So Tyrion used to send me tons of valuable feedback. There was a day when I used to put out 7 to 15 podcast episodes per week, about 10 different podcast shows that I was producing regularly. I created a lot of entertainment-based podcasts, and he was consistently listening to a lot of that content. And again, nothing but encouragement all through 2009. In fact, he be, he one day emailed me and says, Cliff, wow, you and your friend, who was it? It was uh, David Foster of the Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast that I did years ago. He goes, man, there was something that you guys said in that podcast that unlocked something for me from the, I mean, like, it's like, Something I've been dealing with, my fear of financial insecurity has been dealt with. I have zero fear. It's it's completely gone. And that I would have never experienced had it not been for you. Keep up the work you're doing. It's a ministry. You are doing God's work. And I mean, this guy was always an encouragement, ongoing, nonstop, seemingly never ceasing feedback and positive feedback and encouragement from Tyrion Tuesday. There was a time when I really loved getting feedback. 
it, it started coming in a little bit so frequently that I, I could just barely keep up with it. And the, the But it was all positive. I'm talking like it was 100% positive, 100% positive. I, I noticed that one day I, I was doing some research for this episode to see what this relationship has been like over the years. And I remember getting an email that says, hey, Cliff, man, things have really turned around here for me financially. I've never been able to do this before, but can I get your PayPal address? I'd love to send you a donation. Things are really good this month. They haven't been so great in the past months, but man, things are really good. I'd like to give you a contribution. And two days later, I got a $25 one-time donation from Tyrion Tuesday. And then about a month or two later, and again, I'm able to see this because I did the research this afternoon, I saw that a couple months later, he became what's known as a gspn.tv plus member. This was way back in 2008, 2009. I had something called plus membership where people could voluntarily contribute slash donate to say, hey, I love the content, the message you're putting out into the world. I believe it makes a difference and I'd like to financially support what you're doing. This was way before we had Patreon, but you know, this, I had plus membership and I had it set up to you where you could pay $10 a month. Well, I got an email notification and I said, Hey, and it's, and it was from Tyrion Tuesday has now become a $10 per month uh, plus member subscriber. And he was a plus member subscriber for a very lengthy period of time. And again, this is all the way back in 2009 through 2010, still getting lots of feedback. I personally, I opened up the dialogue a couple different times when he had done something publicly and when he had signed up for his place. I, I reached out to him a couple times and said, thank you. Uh, 2011's great, solid feedback, positive stuff. 2012 was great, 2013, 2014. And then I did something back on November 14th, 2014, episode number 583. That was titled, The Day I Decided to Start Living. You can go and listen to that episode, by the way, by going to an old URL. It's called gspn.tv slash start here gspn.tv slash start here. That was the day my life began to change in a very powerful way. And Tyrion Tuesday reached out to me with this very long email. And it was very well thought out. And if I printed it out, it would have been about two pages on printer paper. And it had the most encouraging line-by-line items broken down to the different areas of my life that I said I'm looking at transforming, had tons of valuable advice, lots of encouragement, and I'm thinking, wow, thank you so much. And And every time I got this, I would always read these emails. I would always then respond in kind. This was back in the day when I was still able to do it for for most people. So what happened was... You know, over time, I started to share my journey, and I started to get a little uh, heavy into the the things that I think, the things that I'm feeling, the way that I'm processing, and I also, you know, I have a tendency to go to the extreme in certain areas. I, I don't even know that I want to call that right now a personality flaw. It's one of my greatest strengths, I believe, is that I go to extremes. When I'm in, I'm all in. There is no talking me out of it. I don't care what people say is possible or not possible. I'm going for crazy stuff. I'm going to work out six days a week every week for the rest of my life. I'm going to quit doing this. I'm going to stop doing I I'm going to change my life forever. And I and I I put things out there like that. And 
not everybody is okay with that line of thinking, especially when it goes against their own beliefs and their own values. And so what happened was through from November 2015 through or 14 through 2017, I and I evaluated this today because I looked at threaded of, of emails. I noticed there started to be a, a lot more feedback that was less encouraging and, oh, hey, you said this, you might want to consider how this might be perceived by others, aka you might want to consider how I perceived this and this wasn't so hot. Um, there were a couple times where I was very authentic. There was a couple times in my life where I've, I've dealt with bouts of depression and I've shared that openly very much throughout the years. Uh, December 2012, I did a podcast episode, The Dark Days of December 2012. I'm pretty sure I did uh, The Dark Days of De- December, probably 2013, 14. And I know I did one on two- December 2015, even though it was, you know, the year after I started, uh, decided to live uh, fully alive. But there, there, whenever I would put these out, it seemed to it seemed to pull out something inside of Tyrion Tuesday that all of a sudden was not gelling with his philosophy of life and he began to be very open about how much he didn't like the content he says listen i think you need to to stop focusing on this i need i think you need to stop doing this and this you should really start doing this and you should do this and i'm seeing all sort of inconsistencies in the things that you've said in the past and what you're saying today and blah 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 and and he started to have some construct i would say from november 2014 through somewhere in 2017 right around august 2017 i began to notice that it became to be a lot of unsolicited unsolicited constructive feedback however through in the earlier days of that unsolicited constructed feedback, it was pretty much just constructive feedback. Hey, I don't mean anything by this. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Please take this in, you know, I know that words can be misconstrued. But pretty soon he started to say, dude, you're a total asshat. Uh, you're, you're a, de- you know, you're a this, you're, a th- I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to go into all the language that he's put into the content. Uh, that he's but but before over time by 2017 this guy became a hater i mean he a, a a very obsessed hater Tyrion tuesday was no longer i guess my brother in christ which he used to sign his emails and in fact his emails stopped getting a sincerely you know sincerely Tyrion Tuesday or your brother in Christ Tyrion none of that it was just like here here's the here's the hot load of crap I have to the beef that I have with what you did in your most recent content here's how all here's how you're absolutely wrong in every one of these areas and I predict you're going to self explode you're going to blah 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 you'll never make it you're a failure you know you're miserable you might as well just go get a day job blah 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 all of this stuff i mean absolutely hardcore negative criticism and thankfully i have been surrounded in my life by people who I can go to and talk about these things privately, share some of the stuff, share how it's impacted me emotionally, 
through all of my insecurities, let me tell you, there, there's a lot of insecurities that I've had over the years. I still have a few, I'm sure, but, but as I've, I've experienced them, I began to deal, thankfully, with some insecurities in my life. And what I realized is this person, Tyrion Tuesday, had listened to enough content. You know, you if you're an extremely authentic, genuine person, and you're as transparent as I am in the content that you produce, and you've produced, and for me, I've put out more than 30 different, I think I'm like, I've published a t- or started 34 different podcast shows. There's almost... I'm, there has to be over 4,000 podcast episodes that I've produced. That's nearly 4,000 hours of my voice online on the internet. There's over 1,000 videos out there in various different social media channels. And this person, Tyrion Tuesday, has consumed much of it. Very, there, there are a few people, there are like 10 or 15 people in this world who have consumed practically everything I've ever published. And all but one of them have been, they, it, they are like, they love it. Uh, Tyrion Tuesday, not so much these days. So here's what I can tell you. I, I have learned, by the way, that, that you know what? I have learned that this person has dealt with in, uh, depression in their past. They, they have had issues with addictions and, and other things. And so I understand that things are going on. But, but the thing is, is there's enough that you can learn, especially when you go through Al-Anon and some other services. There are things that you learn about mindset. There are things you learn about psychology in getting help for yourself that if you're in a pretty dark place and you want to use those psychological tools, you can use the things you know about other people. So for example, somebody who listens to enough of my content, if they actually get to the place where they hate me and they know enough about me, they know what I they know what lights me up, what gets me excited, they know about what gets me down or anything like that through all of the years of content. If you know a little bit about psychology, you can psychomanipulate people in and press their buttons. And and I tell you what, my insecurities are out there in the world. I've never done anything to hide them. I I I admit I have, I am not a perfect person, and if you want to find my imperfections, all you need to do is listen to some of my content, and you'll find them. And if you know enough about psycho-manipulation, you will learn how to press my buttons. And Tyrion Tuesday had been a master. In a way, I, I realized that even though I was not, I had gotten to the place where I stopped responding to him for a very long time. And I even got to the place where I didn't see 80% of the stuff, 80 or 90% of the stuff that he would send. But the guy would consistently uh, use, he, he knows how to use proxy servers to, to get through IP address blocks. He creates, it's, anybody can go create free accounts to Google and all the other services out there in a heartbeat under assumed names. There was the, oh my gosh, there was this one series, there was one time in my life where I became very insecure. It was in 2000, it was the early part of 2016. I was going through the year of identity crisis or whatever, or the month, it was the year of identity. And I, in the early part of that year, 
Should I give up podcast answer man and pursue mindset answer man stuff? I didn't ha- I didn't call it mindset answer man stuff at the time. But sh- should I pursue this route? Should I not pursue this that route? I had a lot of insecurities about just reaching out and saying, listen, I believe that I'm worth hiring as a coach just to talk to you about what it is that you believe. And I believe that I can I can help you transform your life by helping you just radically or just shift one, I can help you transform your your life radically by just helping you see one piece of the puzzle in a different way. I believe we can change a single belief and you'll never be able to see life the same way. You'll never be able to go back to some of the old behaviors that you once that once drove you to the results that you're getting now. Therefore, your life will change forever. And I believe that I'm far more valuable as the mindset answer man, as I am the, the the podcast answer man. Now today, I am fully confident with that statement, but in the beginning of 2016, I had lots of insecurities around that. I had lots of fear around all of that. And this person, Tyrion Tuesday, pressed my buttons. Now the only thing is, is at that time, I was talking about shutting down podcast answer man, which was the original name of this podcast and transferring it over to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And what really got me is there was about seven to 10 people who were consistently criticizing me. I mean, I had, I mean, I'd had a hand, I've had one or two pieces of negative feedback over time, most of it from Tyrion Tuesday, but I've had one or two other people who said, listen, I don't like you. And they went on their way. But it's like during this season of life, I noticed that there was there was like seven people leaving negative comments and they weren't all the same. They were they were pointing at different elements and they were all happening in the comments on the podcast episodes on my website. So it was in the comments section. One person says, you're so arrogant, blah, blah, blah. You never give value. You only talk about yourself. And then there's this. You don't, you don't know anything about transformation. You don't, this is all new to you. And you think that blah, blah, blah. All, I mean, just different areas. And it was, it was, it was like seven different people all hitting me at the same time pressing my insecure buttons and and triggering stuff inside of me that that I had not yet dealt with or at least I I didn't even know that I needed to deal with and the haters were getting me down I I now thankfully I had people in my life I've always had the green room mastermind since October 2010 thankful to those people thank you Pat Flynn thank you Michael uh thank you Michael Stelzner thank you Ray Edwards thank you Mark Mason thank you Leslie Samuel and then I had mentors like Dan Miller and Michael Hyatt and so many other valuable people in my life who helped keep me above my own insecurities and what really helped me was that in spite of the fact that there seemed to be these seven to 10 people who were actively pers- like commenting like consistently, we're talking like several comments per month on the content that I was publishing, not just there, but everywhere. It's just like it just was happening from all these different people. Uh, thankfully, at the time, uh, people like Michael Hyatt, Dan Miller, Ray Edwards, Michael Stelzner, these guys, these mentors, these friends, these these powerful people in my life that I admire and trust so much were actually still listening to my content every single week. And I'm like, you know what? 
if if these guys were the only guys listening to my content and they're telling me they like what I'm doing and it's an inspiration and encouragement to them and it's influencing and, and positively impacting their lives, then I'm okay with that. And that's kind of what got me through that season. And then something happened. Tyrion Tuesday let loose. I mean, he really ripped like the worst negative criticism you could possibly imagine into one of my comments. And I'm like, okay, you've had enough. You've crossed the line and I am deleting your comment. And I was using the Discuss plugin at the time and I said, okay, block Tyrion Tuesday. And then here's what happened. The Discuss comment plugin says, would you also like to uh, block and remove all posts previously made by Tyrion Tuesday? And I said, yes. And it says, would you also like to block this IP address which Tyrion Tuesday was using? And I said, yes. And it says, would you also like to remove any comment made by anyone using that IP address? And I said, yes. And then all of a sudden, I realized something for the very first time. I didn't have seven to ten people who were hating on me during that season. They were all Tyrion Tuesday. Every single one of them. You know how I know? Because I went and started searching. I was working with one-on-one coaching clients. And I said, let me show you this hater. Let me show you what people say about me. And then all of a sudden, I went to go find them, and I couldn't find them. So I had to go search the emails. And then all of a sudden, I realized that Kip Williams wasn't Kip Williams. It was Tyrion Tuesday. And I realized that all of these fictitious names, they were all him. And the reason why is because I was able to go find the negative feedback. And then I saw where Disgust said that the IP address was. And it's like, boom, you blocked this, and we removed all of that from you. Like, oh, Man, what what I wouldn't have given to know back then that all I had was still just Tyrion Tuesday. Okay, Tyrion Tuesday and maybe one or two other people, but the one or other two two other people were just valuable pieces of negative feedback. Hey, tuned into your podcast, thought I was going to hear about podcasting, all I heard you was talk about yourself. Moving on. All right, that could have been Tyrion, I have no idea, but that's a very valid piece of feedback, and eventually that's what led me to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to stop calling this the podcast answer, I'll just call it the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Then people can't complain about the fact that I don't talk about what the name of the show is. <laughs> anyway, so here is what I want to say, or where this came from. The other day I was working out, as I still do six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. I was uh, at the gym, or actually in my workout room here at the house, and I was on the elliptical, and Ray Edwards, my dear, great, wonderful friend, Ray Edwards, check him out, rayedwards.com. He was doing a live at five live stream. He does these on Instagram live. He's been doing it in various Facebook channels on live. Uh, and, And he was talking about... Uh, he did He did a live stream titled, Don't Hate the Haters. And I got to tell you, I'm just going to flat out confess to you right here. There have been seasons of my life over the last several years that I have been filled with hate. I'm talking about 
I have been seething with hate for Tyrion Tuesday. Seriously. I mean, I, I, there, there were times where my hatred for Tyrion Tuesday would be all-consuming. Now, what I haven't told you, and, and let me just give you a little bit more backup to this. Tyrion Tuesday, there, this doesn't happen all year long. He shows up every now and then. And I, and I, by the way, Tyrion, I know that you're going to watch this or listen to this. And I want you to know that I no longer hate you. And I do forgive you. And I, and I don't have much hope that those words will impact you in any one way or the other. My guess is that you are hell-bent on continuing to hate me and that you'll continue with the course of action that you have outlined and you've told me that you're going to pursue. And, and I, hate the, I hate that you're going to do that to me, but I don't hate you. And I'm going to share, you know, this, this wasn't just brought on by Ray's piece of content, but man, it's, Ray's piece of content, Don't Hate the Haters, really helped me remember that it's important to not let my voice be squashed, to not shrink back when people criticize me, when people will hate me, when people will do mean and nasty things to me. There are some things in life that you have to be willing to risk death to do. Do you have anything that's that important to you in your life? I do. My message in this world is worth risking my life in certain areas. Now, don't get me wrong. Tyrion Tuesday has never yet, and I don't suspect Tyrion Tuesday will ever threaten my life. I don't know that to be certain, but I don't think it will ever happen. He seems to know exactly the line at which he can go to without me actually taking legal action against him. And he also knows the lines to play the legal system against me, and he's currently working on that pursuit. So let me just share with you, a couple years ago, I, when I made the change over to uh, from Podcast Answer Man to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, which really ticked Tyrion off, um, one of the things that he did was he made he went to a domain registrar and he registered the domain cliffravenscraftshow.com. He also registered the domain thecliffravenscraftshow.com. He noticed that I didn't have it, so I put it out there. So now Podcast Answer Man is now known as the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and of course I'm promoting, and everybody's talking about the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. You should go find the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And his hope is that everybody who just hears about it is gonna go Google it, Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and then all of a sudden his hope is that uh, com or com is what they're going to land on. And what he did is he actually created a website where both of those domains pointed to. And on that website, it promoted all of my competitors. It, 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 at the time, I was still making a living from teaching people how to podcast. And he w- he literally created com and com. He created sales pages to promote all of the other podcasting courses you could buy, absolutely mentioning none of mine, and put that out into the world. Now, of course, some people became aware of this and they said, Cliff, did you see this? 
And I'm like, no, I didn't, but thanks for letting me know. And I did some research, and I was able to do a whois.net, and I was able to dig into the registrar information, and sure enough, I saw Tyrion Tuesday's name and email address as the contact for the admin on it. So I knew exactly who it was, and I reached out to my mastermind group and said, what do you guys think I should do about this? And ignore it seemed to be the answer uh, that I was given at the time, and I and I got to tell you, I I I did ignore it. I didn't let Tyrion know at the time that I was aware that this has happened. I looked at the registrar domain address and I saw that it was only registered for one year and I looked at the expiration and I figured if I don't say anything whatsoever, then Tyrion Tuesday will probably think, okay, well, that didn't get Cliff's attention. He hasn't mentioned that once during the entire year I had it and that maybe he'll let the domain registrar registrations last. At least he's going to have to pay for the ability to do this, although it's only, what, 20 bucks a year? Uh, maybe a little bit cheaper if he's got those discount codes and all that other stuff. But anyway, I just set a date in my calendar for the date of the expiration. And then when that date came up, it says, hey, check to see if the CliffRavenscraftShow.com and CliffRavenscraftShow.com are available for purchase. And they were. And I registered those. And now I own those domains. Ah, so that's how I handled that. So, and by the way, this, um, I would say that in any given 12-month cycle of time, there are about, on average over the last couple years, there are about two to three months where Tyrion Tuesday will actually consume every single piece of content that I make publicly available. He signed up for the audio journal. I found a way to get him out of that, although I'm not completely certain that he doesn't yet now have a different credit card with a different user ID and all this other stuff listening to my audio journal content. But I know that he listens to everything else that's published everywhere. He listens to my wife's content. He's began to harass her. Uh, he uh, at, at, it almost got into a legal situation uh, when he began to harass my kids in comments, or at least say he didn't harass them directly, but said negative things about my kids in content that they were a part of. Um, you know, it's it's just been really terrible, and and I'm talking like. If I didn't have any filters set to block and keep me from seeing his stuff, uh, it, it, it can be somewhere between as many as three to seven pieces of content per week that he's trying to get into me to press those buttons. The thing is, is those, most of those buttons that he used to press don't exist anymore. Those buttons were my insecurities, and I've dealt with most of them. But here's the thing. I'm still an authentic person. I'm still putting myself out there. I still am going to do or say things that aren't perfect. I'm still going to have flaws. And those flaws, once you become aware of them, you, any of you, if you knew how to, you could try to manipulate my emotional responses based upon things you might write or say to me in a piece of uh, communication. So, you know, that this stuff is very real stuff. And I've dealt, I've, I found a way to deal with it and it, and at times it helped, it didn't help, but when I still had the insecurities, it was all, it's like, man, there's something wrong with this guy. You know, I wish he would just go away. And sometimes it's like, man, I have been tempted at times to just privately hire, I'm, I've been I've been tempted to go and hire some sort of anonymous team of people to go and do things to DNS his servers and and it's like what the heck is that about? 
What? How petty? How insecure do you have to be to even consider that? And I, sh- I probably shouldn't admit that to you, but I'm telling you there were times when that thought had even crossed my mind. And today his, his biggest thing is, hey, Cliff, uh, I don't see any trademarks. I don't see any registered. I don't see you having the registry key. Uh, you've, you, this is your last warning. So he's given all the, the threats that he's probably out there trying to, to do. To, he's trying to probably register the trademark um, Free the Dream conference. He's probably trying to register uh, the, the Cliff Ravenscraft show. He's probably trying to get a registered trademark for a bunch of things that I've produced. And, and all these other things. And it's like, this guy just doesn't stop, hasn't stopped. And, and I got to tell you that there have been times when I've, I've, I've felt like the one thing I most want to do is I just want to hate this guy. I really want to hate this guy. There have been a handful of times where it's like, man, no, you know, I'm going to pray for this guy. I, 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 I wish this guy didn't have whatever's going on in his life that he he feels like this is you know what I means going on but but authentically most of the time i've 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 dealt with hating him and what i realized and i can tell you right now all of my hate for Tyrion Tuesday has had nothing to do with Tyrion Tuesday and it's had a lot to do with my own insecurities and it has a lot to do with the with the amount of truth. Sometimes just a hint of it. Sometimes heavy doses of truth, but <laughs> heavy doses of truth without any natural sweeteners <laughs> mixed in at all. And certainly unsolicited bouts and doses of of truth. All right. So Ray Edwards. Here's what. Ray had said, and I just realized that I hit that little audio recording button, but I never once hit the record button on my Rodecaster Pro. So thankfully, Ecamm Live is recording this, and I'm going to have to use the Ecamm Live video recording to extract the audio and then deliver this to you guys via the Cliff Ravenscraft show. But that's okay. See, another fall. Here I am, a guy who who is known as the podcast answer man, produced over 4,000 episodes, and I forgot to hit the record button. I'm not perfect. I'm still going to make mistakes. But Ray Edwards was talking about this the other day. It really inspired me. And I just want to reiterate the message that Ray gave and it really helped me to solidify some of the things that I'd already been working out. But this one just, Ray Edwards, I know you're listening. And what you shared sealed the deal for me. And so here's, here's what he said. He's, um, Ray Edwards recently did a live stream, Don't Hate the Haters. And he said, and I believe that this topic, okay, I wrote, I've got my notes here, so bear with me. I believe that the topic of don't hate the haters was prompted by some folks that he was following on TikTok, which you're about ready to hear about. And one of the people that he was following decided that they were going to stop creating content because of some of the negative things people were saying. Here's what Ray said in that little audio clip. A couple of people that I really like following on TikTok have gotten a lot of hate recently for things they've said. And one of them, a very lovely woman who's just good-spirited and says good, encouraging things to people every day, has put a lot of work into building her presence on that platform, announced today she's going to stop posting there because of the hate. And she even made a comment. She said, the 98% of you who say good things to me, I I love you, but the 2% who do the hating, I just can't take it anymore. And I messaged her and said, 
you really going to let the 2% rob the 98% of your presence of the good stuff you bring to the world? Look, we can't let these people do this to us. So two clips, two, two things that Ray said here were so powerful. Are you really going to let the 2% rob the 98% of the people in your community from your presence in the good stuff you bring to the world? And I have to ask myself, am I going to allow the Tyrion Tuesdays of this world, those who are as aggressively a, a hater as Tyrion Tuesday, or even the ones who are just lightly, j- just slight haters, am I going to allow the 2% of the people in this world who will hate on me and work aggressively to do things to harm me, not physically, but emotionally, but am I willing to allow those 2% to rob 98% of the people who would find me and my message and hear the things that they need to hear because I was put on this earth to reach them in a specific moment or during a specific season of life? You see, I have emails, I have handwritten letters from thousands of people, and I have a couple hundred of them inside of... Hold on one second. I, f- just give me one second. I'm not going to edit this out. Now, I'm recording this primarily meant to be an epi- an audio episode. But inside, what I'm holding up for those who are watching this on Facebook Live or the Facebook replay or on my YouTube channel, inside of here are hundreds and hundreds of postcards and letters from people all over the world. And... Many of these are handwritten letters, and I can't pull them up because I'm broadcasting and recording in, in high def, but some of these are handwritten letters. Three of the letters, I'm going to set this down, three of the letters in that pile are people who have written to say that because of the content that you, or because of the content that you and your wife together have created, I made the decision to not take my own life. I've had an I've had a number of people that have written me emails that says because of something that you've done. One of your live workshops, I've had one person say because of your live workshop, I was able to come away from that uh with more hope than I've ever experienced in my life and I was at a place in my life where I was ready to take my life and today my son has a mom because of you. I have I have so much. I mean 98% of the feedback that I get is content that are comments and feedback of people saying, "Man, my life has been pos- positively massively impacted in a, in a in a profound way by what you've done or shared." Flaws and all. Am I going to rob the future people who have no hope? from the voice that God has given me because of the 2% that hate me? I love that. That's a great question, Ray Edwards. And he says, we can't let these people do this to us. Wonderful message number one. Ray continued on. First, he gave a message to the haters. If you've got nothing better to do than just get on somebody's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and criticize them, that's your contribution to the world? We don't need that. Nobody needs that. Go make something of your own instead of just criticizing other people's stuff. There you go. 
Nobody needs that contribution in the world. You know, and there was another place where Ray talks about the fact that that haters are terrorists, but with different weapons. And and I I and then he he of course gosh that one Ray my apologies for taking that one out of context I should have played the, got the entire audio clip of that but 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 it, it it was it was a powerful analogy and he says listen it's it's just it it's just that they terrorize in a different way they they use weapons it's like wait a second I I think haters use weapons and and they do t- try to terrorize people. I I mean Tyrion Tuesday definitely is trying to terrorize me. All right? That that he wants to create terror, he wants to create fear, he wants to create negative emotions inside of me. That is his that is his desire. In fact, he's specifically stated that that that's what he's doing and that I deserve it. I should expect it if I plan to put my voice out into the world. Uh, he feels like that that's what he's he, it's his responsibility to call everyone out on any flaw that's 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 his contribution to the world and 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 Ray says listen if you've got nothing better to do than to criticize other and that's your greatest contribution in the world the world doesn't need that and it doesn't you know go make something of your own instead of creating uh, instead of criticizing other people's stuff i can promise you that i don't need negative unsolicited feedback most of the things that i do or say i all of the insecurities that that seemingly are just abs in plain sight to you you might think i'm oblivious to them i gotta tell you sometimes i i i come down here into my studio i record a piece of content i publish it and think yeah i don't know that i should have done that I don't know that I should have done that. And in fact, I actually was going to, earlier today, when I said that I was doing some research, I'll just authentically tell you that I was actually going through and I was copying and pasting a bunch of emails just so you could hear all of the terrible things that this person has said to me. And then I'm like, why am I doing that? That... I don't need that. I could just, I could just, I don't need to actually defend how bad my my haters have been. You know, I don't need that. I I think it will come out. I and and I after after going through years of con, there there are ninety nine emails by the way be, under just one email address. I, I can't. I don't know all the fictitious names and emails that have been used by Tyrion, uh, but. The tyr the the tyranny of Tyrion. Tyrion. I wonder if that would be a name for the podcast. Anyway, there's nothing. And anyway, I, I lost my train of thought there. Raise message. Go, go make something of. Go put something positive in the world. Go go and put your good stuff into the world. I oh I know what my message was. My message is I, I'm aware of my shortcomings. Almost all of them. Uh, and the ones that I'm not, I have good friends in my life that they are able to to bring them up in ways that that actually have a little bit of sweetener in with the truth, <laughs> natural, wholesome, purely uh, non glycemic response sweeteners uh, inside of the medicine that they sometimes share with me. Uh, if you need any example of that, go back and listen to the episode I did with Ray Edwards where I told him about Michael Hyatt. Um, you know, I, I, 
you know, Anitra Moore is in the chat room and she says, you know what? We need more positive in the world. We do. The world doesn't need more haters. It doesn't need more criticizers. It doesn't need more of this. But this person, I don't know that that message is really going to resonate. Um, I do, by the way, uh, oh, Ray also uh, has that. Uh, let's see here. But he also advises, okay, so Ray's message to the haters. Here's my next one. Ray advises that we stop listening to the haters. Here's something that he said. First of all, stop listening to the haters. Stop listening. Just don't, don't listen to what they have to say. If their response to you is hate, they have nothing to contribute to the conversation. Okay, so I heard this. And I'm inclined to fully endorse that saying. Don't listen to the haters. But I'm just going to tell you, it's darn near impossible. Now, don't get me wrong. I have filters set up. I, I do not. When I was actually researching the one email address that I was told, telling you that had 99 emails, I was actually reading some emails from 2015 through 2017. I've never seen them before. But they, have, but they were available when I did a search for that email address inside of Gmail because I have a filter that says anytime this email address is seen, uh, skip the inbox and mark it as read. So that means it immediately gets archived. I never know, and I get so many emails, those have been buried, and I never saw them. Now, I gotta tell you, in the there are some things about, uh, so first and for, foremost, those, when, I, when somebody has crossed a threshold, then I don't listen. I don't care if there's an ounce of truth or if it's 100% pure truth that that person is saying to me. If that person has become a terrorist, if that person has become a hater, then then I do try to eliminate that person's ability to be seen by me or to be heard by me. I I do I try to set the filters. I block I block them at every corner. Uh, but here's the thing. Occasionally, you'll get somebody who's aggressive enough and, and, and they've got the extra time on their hands. They will go create a different account. They'll sign into a proxy, get around the IP address blocks, and they will get a comment in. And you are very likely to potentially see it. So just stop listening to them. If you're reading your comments, and I do read my comments because I care about my community, it's not always possible to just not listen to them because if you're reading the comment, you're reading the comment. It's not like all of a sudden you get three, you know, you get uh, three sentences in and it's like, oh, nope, can't read any more of that. I, I, I have not been able to just stop. I'm like, okay, let's finish reading it. All right, that's Tyrion go through, I click on the YouTube ID, I see that this YouTube channel has no comments or no content, no nothing. Okay, this this was created. Okay, block and go delete the thing and stuff like that. But depending on whether or not that was an insecurity that I was de- that I have already dealt with or if it's a new one that I'm still working on or just becoming aware of myself, all of a sudden I I I'm actually listening. It, it it's there. Uh, I this there's some gray area in this advice of don't don't st- the the advice to stop listening to the haters. Sometimes it's not possible to completely eliminate listening to the haters. That's what I'm trying to say. And sometimes the question is, wait a second, 
What about if it is mixed in with a hint of truth? Somebody who, I've had a number of of haters, people who have said very mean, negative, critical things to me, and uh, it was the first time, and it wasn't it wasn't this individual, and so I wrote back and said, "Hey," and I might have sent them a personal video and say, "Listen, I see what you said here, and you know what? I think you're actually right. Um, this is something that I realized. I realized that after I published it, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. Um, I didn't mean what I said, uh, but man, now that that it's out there." I think you're right, and and I sincerely apologize. I'll probably come out with some content later to to talk about you know how I feel about that. And and I but I've I've got some work to do in this area. Thank you so much for letting me know your feedback. I'm sorry that it rubbed you the wrong way. And I've had things like that where all of a sudden those people people became huge fans. They, they're people who have been some of them became paid clients of mine over the years. So there, it's it's not that you should stop listening to everything, everything, every unsolicited piece of negative criticism. So there's, it's a little bit. One thing I can tell you though, it's easy to want to defend yourself when you've been when you feel like they've misunderstood you or misinterpreted you. And I've learned that that that. I might actually do a little bit to communicate with somebody that I think is new. If I find out that it's, you know, oh my gosh, how did I not recognize Tyrion here? Uh, then I, I just stop the dialogue. But there, there's a level. I, I think you, I think, I think there, I think Ray's advice is solid, but I would say this. There comes a time for certain individuals that you need to absolutely do whatever you can to stop listening to that hater. But to to actually avoid to try to avoid all criticism uh, and, and I'm not saying that that's what Ray was saying, but I don't want anybody to jump to that conclusion. I don't think you should avoid listening to all criticism. I think there's a lot of matter of fact I I I hate to say this, but there's been a lot of advice that Tyrion Tuesday has shared with me that that has been beneficial to me and some of the transformation in my life. And and Tyrion, for those rare occasions where in spite of the the vitriol language and sarcasm and hatred that you included in your message, I'm incredibly thankful for the truth that you identified. I'm not necessarily so excited about the specific psychological manipulation you used in your tactics to create such an emotional response, but the emotional response did create something inside of me that made the change in my behavior even that much more necessary and long and life-lasting. So, in a way, thank you. All right, so... For me, I've still not found a way to totally foreseeably stop all listening to all haters. Uh, the most aggressive haters have a way about round filter. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, and then I, I wrote down some note here, and I'm going to read it now. It says, I think that my advice isn't so much a hard and fast stop listening to the haters, but to do more work on evaluating the insecurities that the haters have tapped into within yourself. That's what's worked for me. Ask yourself, I've asked myself, why is this person able to press my buttons? Why is this person able to trigger me? It's not Tyrion Tuesday. 
It's not the other haters who say certain things a certain way. There's something in the, inside of me that I've not dealt with that I, I think that this is more indicative of. And that's what I, I want to find out. What's causing the hate inside of me? And that's why I love the message of dot, stop hating the haters. In fact, Ray continued on. He says, you should have compassion and maybe even pray for those people. Here's, here's another clip from Ray. Feel compassion for people who have nothing else to contribute except criticizing other people, bullying other people. There's something wrong with those people. They have a huge problem in their life. If their life consists of, I get online and I criticize other people's creativity or contribution, that's my contribution? There's something desperately wrong. There's something desperately broken in that person. Jesus said, pray for those who persecute you. So if you're a believer, a follower of Jesus, then you have instructions on how to handle this. Pray for those who persecute you. And even if you're not a praying person, stop for a moment and think about what that means. If you don't pray, if you're not a, a religious person, maybe you could think of it this way. Meditate on forgiving and wishing good fortune to those who criticize you because what you're really doing in that case is you're forgiving them, you're forgiving them, you're giving to them in advance of anything good coming from them. And just because you forgive doesn't mean you endorse their behavior. What it does mean is that you are releasing yourself from the hatred that's in yourself in response to their hatred. And that, Ray Edwards, was why I knew as soon as I saw this Facebook or that Instagram live, I knew I had to go and find this, download it, and bring out the audio. Because Ray this is the thing that you unlocked in me. This is the thing that God has been working on within me over the last several years as I've been dealing with Tyrion Tuesday. I do know that that Tyrion has some has has dealt with depression over the years. We've had back in the days when he was a huge fan, he used to confide in me and talk to me about his own issues with depression. I happen to know some of the other things about his past and some of the things that he's dealt with and some of the things that he's overcome and some of the things he's still trying to overcome. We've had the we we used to be friends. Tyrion Tuesday and I. So I'm aware of some of those things. And I, you know what? The thing that I learned, I shared very authentically. I had a vitriol hatred for Tyrion Tuesday. And it had nothing to do with Tyrion. The, let me just, what did he say? There's something, hold on. Feel compassion for people who have nothing else to contribute except criticizing other people. So by the way, I had nothing more to contribute to Tyrion Tuesday than hatred and criticism in my own heart. Listen to more. other people. There's something wrong with those people. They have a... Because I was so filled with hate, there was something wrong with me. Hold on, more. Huge problem in their life. There's a huge problem. There was a huge problem in my life. If their life consists of, I get online and I criticize other and if, if my life is that every day I'm confronted with thoughts about this person and I'm angry about what he said and what he's done and, and all of these things and the ways that he's actively out there campaigning against me, saying mean and nasty, awful things, if that, if that consumes my day 
and it keeps me from being a productive member of society. It keeps me from creating the content that that inspires the other 98%. If it keeps me from serving my clients and showing up fully ready to serve them in love, not distracted, if I can't do that and I'm consumed with hatred for Tyrion Tuesday, then there's something wrong inside of me. And that's what it was. It was a lot of insecurities. It was a lot of self-doubt. It was a lot of negative self-talk. It was a lot of limiting beliefs. And so Tyrion Tuesday helped me discover that. And I realized, and I'm I'm always reminded, hurt people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. Ray did bring that up in another portion of, but Ray's advice is solid. Feel compassion. Let me see if I can stop that. Yep. Feel compassion for people who have nothing else to contribute other than criticizing and bullying other people. There's something wrong within those people. They have a huge problem in their life. And let me just say this. If you are currently consumed with hate for your haters, evaluate the, the problem that's going on inside of you. And I can only say that because I know that I've dealt with it. And I'm not saying that I'm, I've mastered this skill for the rest of my life. I probably will still have to deal with this from time to time. But I love Jesus, or what, I love what Ray said that Jesus said, pray for those who persecute you. Forgive them. And forgiving them is not an endorsement of their behavior. He said that you're simply releasing yourself of the hatred that's inside of you. That's what you're doing. You're, when you forgive someone who has wronged you in a powerful way, when you forgive them, you, all you're doing, you're not releasing them from the responsibilities of what they've done the, and any consequences that may come to them. But when you truly forgive them, you pray for their good, for, for good things for them. You pray for, for life to turn around for them. You pray for them to be able to resolve their issues so that they can begin to contribute in the way that God's created them to contribute in the world. When you forgive them, what you're doing is you're just releasing from yourself the hatred that's holding you back. Powerful, powerful message, Ray Edwards. Thank you so much for that. And then he has a message about real forgiveness. Real forgiveness is not a feeling. It is a decision. And if someone has wronged you greatly, forgiving that person does not let them off the hook. What it does do is it lets you off the hook. lets you off their hook. Don't let them rent that space in your head. That is a great reminder. And I will tell you, there was a very long, there have been many very lengthy seasons of life where Tyrion Tuesday had a loft apartment right up here. I'm not kidding you. He literally would not go away. He was like a tenant that threw his dirty laundry uh, he he would come down to the kitchen and leave his dirty dishes all over the sink, and so much so that he would m- leave nasty stuff in the sink and soak it in water, and after three or four days, it's just like every you walk anywhere, and all you have is this putrid smell because this tenant who just left all of this garbage everywhere, never cleaning up after himself— I gave him rent-free loft apartment access to my mind 
for too many seasons. And I'm like, listen, don't let, he, I love Ray says, don't let them re- rent that space in your head. Kick them out. Kick them out. Love them. Uh, and, and loving them doesn't mean that you accept it. It doesn't mean, it just means that you listen, I'm going to pray for this person who persecutes me. And I have done that. I have, I've stopped hating Tyrion Tuesday. I've come to thank Tyrion for the things that, the, the positive things that have happened in my life as the, as a part of some of the very, very bitter medicine that I've received over the years. But, I, I still don't, I still will actively pursue aggressively filtering out all messages from Tyrion Tuesday because I don't want to hear his med, I, I, I don't like the way his medicine tastes. It, 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 it's, it's not, it's not the medicine that God, I believe, intends for me to take. I, it's kind of like one of those things where, yeah, I'm sure it does good, but I think that it probably damages a couple cells. Uh, it, it takes away some of the good bacteria as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ray Edwards, thank you so much for that message. And here's the overall message, and I'm going to sign off with two uh, pieces of uh, advice from two insights from Rachel Hollis and two insights from Steve Jobs. Overall message here: Stop listening to the haters. With the caveat caveat of of the things that I talked about, or at least stop focusing more time on, or actually, or at least begin focusing more time on what are the insecurities that are popping up inside of yourself when those people reach out to you and they do get through your filters. Stop trying to defend yourself against the haters. Listen, you, you may do it once or twice and you might see some success here and there, um, but there becomes a time where it's like, listen, what is? don't cast your, pine, your uh, pearls before swines or whatever. You know, I've learned there, there's a one point where it's like, okay, I'm not even going to try to defend myself here. Uh, let's see here. There, stop allowing the haters to live rent-free in your mind. Uh, feel compassion and forgive those who persecute you. Uh, remember, hurting people do hurt people, and and pray for the what's hurt in their life, what's broken in their life. Sincerely, pray for them. And whatever you do, don't let the haters keep you from being all of who you are and sharing your valuable message with the world. Stephanie and I were on date weekend uh, not too long ago in Colorado. And as we were driving from Denver, Colorado, through the Rocky Mountains, snowy Rocky Mountains to Breckenridge, we listened to Rachel Hollis's audiobook on the way there and on the way back. It was called, it's the book titled Girl, Wash Your Face. Excellent book, by the way. She said two things here. Uh, what other people think about me is none of my business. What other people think about me is none of my business. It's not It's not my business to get inside of other people's head and choose what they believe. I don't need to correct what they think. I don't have to, it's, it's not my responsibility to change their thoughts or to even concern myself with what their thoughts are. It's a pretty deliberate statement. Rachel Hollis, I loved it. Uh, she also said this, she says, I cannot continue to live as half of myself simply because it's hard for others to handle all of me. Let that one sink in. That's another one. Just like what Ray says, are you going to let the 2% rob the 98% of your message in this world? The value that you have, the, the reason, the purpose for which you were created? 
listen, I, I got to tell you, all of me includes lots of flaws, insecurities, mistakes. I'm not perfect. But I, and I'm, I'm just going to echo what Rachel Hollis said. I cannot continue. I will not continue to live half of myself simply because it's hard for some people to handle all of me. I love that. And then I'm going to play a clip from Steve Jobs. He says, listen, you want to, you want to get past this? If you have a fear of putting your message out into the world, you might, if you have this thing, you know that God created you for this. And you're like, listen, I, I just don't know that I can do this right now. I'm not ready. I just can't handle the, the criticism. Well, Steve Jobs says, remember this. You'll be dead soon. <laughs> Here's what he said. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. All right, and then I am going to let Steve Jobs lead us out with, listen, you've got to live your own life. Time is limited. Don't ever, ever be trapped by other people's dogma, which is living with other, with the, which is, wait, hold on, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't live your life trapped by other people's dogma or living with the results of their thinking, all right? Don't let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. Steve Jobs, take it out. Until next time, I (laughs) encourage each and every one of you to take your message to the next level. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Mindset and Samantha.